can't hear anything. Can you? No, I can't know. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Sunshine Magazine podcast, for which we could not think of a better name. I'm Kirsty. I'm Catherine. And Hayley isn't here, but she will be one day. So this is uh, our first one, and we are doing a podcast because every issue I come up with, I don't know, about 500 ideas, and then about eight of them get written, and then I still have... 450 other ideas that some most of them weren't good but some of them need talking about they so do. now we're going to talk about them and the one that we picked out from this past issue which was called challenges and changes was about boys and girls and role models and can boys aspire to be like amazing women <laughs> there's still an issue around not letting or not encouraging boys to look up to women in general women mm. in their lives they know women in the wider world we went to a birthday party and i got the fantastically great women who changed the world book for a boy and then i felt like oh no is he going to be like oh no you've got me a book all about women <laughs> or worse are his parents going to think that so then i felt embarrassed that i had to and i sort of felt like i had to justify it and say oh don't want you to think that I'm on my high horse, of course, about this. Um, but that's a book that's well-loved in our house and it's full of really amazing people, yeah. and all of which are worth aspiring to. They're all great role models and they all happen to be women. But this idea that we... I then had to justify myself because I myself felt a bit awkward about giving a boy a book about women in a way that I wouldn't have, I don't think, felt awkward about giving a girl... A book about someone that they you know i don't know if there was a book that was about david attenborough and yeah. chris any, packham any kind of brilliant boys or men yeah yeah, yeah were, that's interesting I would that you felt happily, that you had to justify it yeah because there's still within us there is this feeling that women aren't aspirational yeah even the it's really aspirational like, ones even the, or the, they're aspirational for girls but they're not aspirational yes, enough uh, for a boy yeah to aspire to them yeah Ugh. That's dark. <laughs> but it's really deep-seated in our culture, isn't it? Yeah. The other thing that we had in the magazine, we talked about books for girls and for boys. And we had a review of boys who dare to be different. Yes. And then kids who dare to be different. Yeah. And I hadn't bought that boys who dare to be different because because it reminded me basically of things you used to find in our school library a library for all girls <laughs> in an all girls school that said you know we had loads of books about brilliant boys and how brilliant boys were and i felt a little bit uncomfortable about that yeah it feels a bit regressive now doesn't it to have a book that's all about boys that then you just give to boys yeah so i feel like there's a re- there's a problem between how we're thinking about all of that yeah 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 because the the reason that that boys book was made was because of the rebel girls book the good night stories for rebel girls which i also haven't bought because i felt like that ought to be good night stories for uh, everyone to read children. about yeah, yeah for rebels yeah i know and I f- i'd felt uncomfortable about that so the fact that there was appetite to make a book that was kids who dare to be different yeah. i thought was interesting because that i would be much more inclined to buy that oh, i feel like there's been there've been phases of role modeling mm. it's maybe helpful to think of it 
So we maybe had a first age when we said, okay, boys, look up to these great men yeah. throughout history. Oh, but we're not really bothered about who girls look up to because who cares? They're not, <laughs> they're not even going to school. So, you know. Um, yeah. And then we have a second phase when we're like, okay, girls, now look up to these women. And then we got onto a bit more of a progressive phase of girls aspiring to be like anyone, men or women. But now, it just... It feels like we're still not at the stage where we can say to boys, look up to this person, regardless yes. of whether they're a man or a woman. Yeah, exactly. When when we first set up the magazine, and I went on Women's Hour. Oh, yes. The Great Days. I remember, yeah. The Great Days. Um, somebody then started a thread on Mumsnet talking about it. Okay. And somebody in that thread said, why would we want boys or girls to aspire to be girly right. i'm paraphrasing this isn't exactly what it said okay i'm paraphrasing why would we want because surely we want all our children to grow up strong and powerful and have those alpha traits and i thought well girls have all those traits too we've just decided we just prioritized in our society but we've prioritized the idea that making money being successful comes with being ruthless taking loads of mm-hmm. risks and not not being very nice to people around you yeah and Though all of those things have been coded as male. And that's linked to leadership as well. So it's interesting that leaders, great leaders, are often seen to have all those alpha traits. But that's acceptable somehow because they're leaders. So that's okay. And I feel like maybe the tide's turning a bit now on this. And you you can see it's possible to lead a company, for example, or, I don't know, even lead a nation, and actually have some different qualities. that might be about listening to other people and looking after other people and just being a bit more gentle yeah i think also the fact that we've decided that all of those traits are feminine and therefore unworthy is the problem yeah whereas actually they're just human those are human traits of course yeah of course i want my kids but we're starting to make these steps where women can be leaders and nurturers yeah and i know there's a load of other things that go along with that which is that women have to be leaders and nurturers um but we haven't got to the point yet where we've said boys can be leaders or nurturers or leaders and nurturers and we will that has to come yes hey that's why we're here exactly (laughs) just talking about this idea that girls aren't aspirational enough i had a conversation with the children the radio was on theresa may was on we had a discussion about who Theresa May was, what the Prime Minister did, all of that sort of stuff. Then we talked about people we knew who might be the next Prime Minister, and I suggested a friend of ours who's on the council. She happens to be a woman. And then I said, oh, or maybe her husband could be the next Prime Minister. Okay. He's also on the council. Okay. (laughs) And my son said, he can't be Prime Minister, only women can be Prime Ministers. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then I was like, oh, no. Um... Right, we've made a mistake here. (laughs) No, no, no. Everyone can be Prime Minister. Anybody can be Prime Minister. But I thought that's interesting because in his life, or in the life that he can remember, and in the conversations that we've had, the people who he's seen in politics have been women. He had internalised the idea that what he saw in this one situation was universal. And I thought, gosh, that's really interesting. And I don't think that I... I what would I have said if my daughter had said, 
only men can be prime ministers. Mm. Obviously, I would have got right up on my soapbox. And obviously, then I felt like, oh, I better do the same. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Any mediocre white man can become <laughs> a prime minister. <laughs> as long as they've been to Eton. <laughs> So we're talking about this idea then about boys and girls and role models. Yes, and that made me think about the concept of missing role models. There's an interesting thing about the concept of an absent male role model Mm. in the family. So I was thinking from my own experience. So my dad died when I was eight and my brother was six. And I know that my mum still is worried about him not, my brother not having an a male role model mm. growing up and it's interesting to think about that and I'm not saying that her concern about that is invalid in any way but then I was thinking about why anyone would have that concern and I think it's about it's actually about activities it's the kind of stuff that you would think that a father might do with a son as opposed to the kind of qualities although I think there is a thing more broadly about qualities you know we were talking before about if you read some something in the paper and it's like oh well the absence of strong male role models is a terrible ill in society and you think well that's offensive why can't (laughs) we have strong female role models so i think there's an interesting thing about activities and qualities and what you're trying to model and actually for me with role modeling this is what i wrote about in the last issue it's much more important the qualities Mm. so there's a thing that the idea of an absent male role model mm. is seen as more of a concern than an absent female role model, except for the example of who's going to talk to a daughter about periods. Kind yeah. of thing. But otherwise, it just seems like there's less of a worry about that. Also, was your mum worried about, or do you think in general people are worried about, you not having a male role model? Not as much. Mm. I don't think that's... I mean, obviously, there's a big issue around the lack of a father, mm. but that's different. Mm. I think that's a di- whole different thing. Mm. It's more the con- specific concern of a male role model. But I think that is specifically around fathers and sons. Yeah. Because I read Raising Boys. Yeah. And there's a whole chapter on male role models mm. and how important it is for boys to have behaviour modelled to them by men. Okay. And I thought... Well, that's the receive wisdom, isn't it? That yeah. boys, boys need to have good behaviour modelled by men. Mm. Which I think is valid. It's valid, yeah. yeah. We all need men to model good behaviour. Yeah. Everyone needs that. <laughs> Everyone needs that. <laughs> but I was a bit like, that's because it's not enough for the boy to look to a female role model. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the qualities thing that comes down to the qualities yeah you know the kind of that you want those really strong values that you want to carry Mm. you'd hope that your children would carry through into their adult lives and there's no reason why those can't be modeled by a female by a mother by an aunt as much as a male role model in their lives yeah i think that's the issue yeah that we just tell boys you can't do anything that a woman does yeah exactly yeah yeah. So it's perfectly possible for a father to do that on his own and it's possible for a mother to do that yes. on her own. And and the same is true what we were saying earlier about the alpha, you know, characteristic. Yeah. Then a mother could do that too. Yeah. So 
you know in my experience so my brother and i saw my mum working full-time to look after us yeah doing everything else as well at home being really strong still being massively nurturing and amazing yeah. and all of this we saw all of that all of that in one person and there's gonna be matters of families that experience that yes so it's that it just i think the crux of this for me is about the qualities as you said they these are human qualities and they can be exhibited by anyone yeah so to try and pigeonhole them into oh well that's a male characteristic that's a female characteristic just yes. isn't helpful no i agree and it's regressive and also the fact that you're in your experience you can see that you can see i had i had an amazing role model absolutely right there and i'm i'm sure your brother feels the same yeah he had this amazing role model who taught you all these amazing things yeah. all these great qualities yeah. that they they passed on to you and that was nothing to do with all of your genders absolutely yeah. I really think the key to this is that gender is irrelevant. Yeah. And so we should be talking, we should be saying to our sons and our daughters, uh, talking about the, the, you know, kind of virtues. Yeah. Kindness, thoughtfulness, integrity, mm. strength, and all of this. And then you can say, oh, and here's someone who, who does yeah. all that. Yeah. They're a person. It doesn't really matter if they're a man or a woman. Yeah. I think we talked before about the idea that we and this has been you know not just for us individually but obviously for a while now parents wanting their daughters to feel like they can do anything yeah they can do anything they can be like anyone but where we've gotten to now and this comes back to the sort of phases of the role modeling is wanting the same for for our boys yeah for our sons that we don't we don't want them to ever think well I don't want to do that because that's just for girls yeah and ballet is an interesting one on this yeah I think well, I've met a few people who've said that their kids really loved ballet and dancing and then they realised, oh, the other boys don't do this. Yeah. And everyone thinks I'm girly for doing it and I definitely don't want to be girly. The, the, the fact that we now associate girlishness, girly, with yeah. something bad, yeah. it's like, well, if you want to, if actually you enjoy wearing a tutu and dancing and enjoying the music then why not? Why yeah. shouldn't you do that, whether you're a boy or a girl? Yeah. I guess it's also it's... partly because it's expressive, which then you're not allowed to do if you're a boy because you definitely shouldn't be expressing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's bad. But it feels like a shutting down, doesn't it? Because small children, all small children dance. Yeah. In whatever crazy way they want to when the music comes on. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. So why is it that we then somehow end up shutting shutting this down yeah. for the boys? feels problematic it does feel problematic too many things that feel problematic yeah yeah i suppose the thing is as parents of girls we don't want to limit them and say you can't do this because it's not for girls yes and we have to do the same for our boys absolutely we have to not say to them you can't do this because it's not for boys so that that actually takes because in society at the moment i think that actually takes a little bit more acceptance yeah it does but if your boy says oh yeah but i want to be a ballet dancer yeah or a rhythmic gymnastic. I don't think you're allowed to be in that if you're a boy. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if they say that, actually, sometimes you have to question yourself a little bit and say, yeah, I have to say yes to that. Yeah. I have to say yes yeah, to that absolutely. because that is how the world changes. Yeah. The crucial thing for me, I think, is the reason that those books about women are important mm -hmm. is because we still are everywhere seeing that women are not aspirational. And it's 
the reason we have to buy those books for the boys, not just the girls, is that the boys need to know that sometimes women are the heroes. Yeah, definitely. Women can go and have the adventures yes. too. Yeah, because if they think the women always stay at home and fix all the problems mm. at home, that is going in. This yeah. thing about the Prime Minister does yeah. illustrate that. It, it is does. That, I think that's the key thing for me, that if we don't let our boys have women as role models, they never. we never break the cycle. It's, it's important that the women, you know, raising young women, they have female role models of course. and male role models. Yeah. So they know men and women can do the same. But if we don't tell the boys that, what's the point? Yeah. Everyone's got to know it. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully you get to the next generation and everyone everyone can choose, right? I mean, that's the mo- for me, yeah. that's the most progressive thing. Everyone feeling the liberation within themselves and within society that they can choose. I agree. Well, I mean, maybe we just need to take a label to all the bookshops. Yep. And relabel everything. Take off four boys, four girls. I mean, that, I, yeah, that uh, is yeah, my, absolutely. I think labelling things for a particular sort of child makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Though, you know, I understand that in our society, dismantling the structures that we live in requires targeted discussion. But I think sometimes the target is too focused. And labels like that for books, as for clothes, are just unhelpful. I think so. Under the guise of breaking down a boundary, reinforcing it in in a subtle way. Yeah. and and, And perhaps with a positive feel but the it is reinforced but, but still it is reinforcing under fives in particular are just open to all of this they you know and the labels just narrow them down it feels mm. like it's sending them down these avenues of for girls only for boys only yeah. and it's just the narrowing the endless narrowing which is dispiriting dispiriting is the word i realize we haven't talked really kath about a um conclusion to this no we haven't what is our conclusion? I don't know. That was interesting that we just thought, oh, let's have a chat and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, well, I suppose in conclusion. <laughs> I mean, the conclusion is really we have to open the box to let children aspire to whoever suits them. Yes. And that has to include men and women. And the box we haven't really opened is the boys box yet. Yeah. And I think that is a thing. I don't know if that's a conclusion really, but should we just say that? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> So the podcast in general, we are going to do three podcasts. We're going to do one a month. Yeah, we're going to do one podcast. Yes, we a are. Month. So if you've got something that you want us to cover that you feel like we didn't adequately get to in the magazine, which is how I always feel at the end of it, um, if there's something you just like us to expand on, you can send us a message. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, and you can find us online, and then you can tell us what we should talk about next time. That would be very helpful. (laughs) (laughs) I do we need to say something like that ending bit that says something like you've been listening to the Sunshine Magazine podcast. Anyway, so I guess it is good to just have a final kind of okay, this is the end. Yeah. And then people know to switch off. (laughs) Switch off now. Stop you can stop listening now. There's there's nothing more. (laughs) We've run out of things to say. Yeah. If if only we had run out of things to say.